Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just when you think the individuals that are asked to provide leadership um, to, to, to have the ability of thinking ahead, projecting things, as well as look out for the best interests of the people that they represent, you're reminded that that's hard to do uh, in this particular industry because in the end, as the great Gordon Gecko said, to them, greed is good. And just when you thought, just when you thought, the people asked to lead the sport of college football, the same people and the cult of media that, 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 that will be their PR firm and tell you about how bad the NCAA is and how they botched it and all that stuff, the supposed leaders have done it again. And what I mean by doing it again is, and it was no coincidence that by late yesterday afternoon, in about a three- to four-hour window, the major media outlets that cover college football all happen to have the same source story about the latest college football proposals for the playoff and where we may be headed with this. Mind you, for more than 100 years, this sport didn't have a playoff. It was unique in a way that other sports had a championship involving a playoff, but college football lived for decades and decades and decades without having a playoff. Then the idea came about that, hey, let's not use computers or voters and polls and so forth. We'll put something on the field. And they gave you a 14 playoff. And the day it was announced, the concept seemed to be, well, you know, they'll eventually grow this thing. But we ended up having a 14 playoff that's going to end up surviving its original contract of a dozen years. Flawed. As I said from the get-go, it wasn't a playoff. A playoff has a defined set of guidelines to make the playoff. It is not based on the opinion of a committee. And that it always should have been viewed as an invitational, which it always has been. You can label it whatever you want, but it's an invitational. And then these leaders of this sport in this industry, while screaming out of one side of their mouth about how bad things are, said, we'll take it from here. We'll take it from here. And in the process, gave you what you've watched in the last number of X years of realignment and chaos and everything else, but then decided... It's time to expand this thing. All right. Remember, the commissioners could not come to an agreement. And it was the presidents that sit on the playoff management committee. The president from each conference that represents the other presidents. In 24 hours, 
they said, children, take a seat. And they gave you the 12-team playoff. You're like, yeah, woo! And they had, you know, well, we, yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, okay, we'll do, you know, conference champions and Power 5 leagues and a G5 and at large and all that stuff along the way. And, uh, you know, uh, okay, we'll do that. But we got to figure it out because the Pac-12 is imploding because us, the leaders of this sport, uh, did our part to kill one of the great conferences uh, that existed in collegiate sports because, hey, football is about greed and money, so screw everything else. So all the other sports, double bird you, and uh, we're just going to do this. And there goes the league. Leaders. Remember, the the, the people in charge of running this industry. Um, Then, then... Did they make it better? Well, I'll acknowledge this. I'll still watch every playoff game that they play. Because I'm addicted to the sport. But now, we didn't even get a chance to go to 12. Now, we're going to 14. Why? We're just going to 14. 14 is better than 12. It's more spots. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So maybe we'll kick around the idea of 14. And along the way, then you ticked off the National Football League with your idea, hey, we're going to need more Saturdays to play in the NFL set. <laughs> we're not moving. You know why? Because when we play those Saturday games during the holidays, we're drawing 25, 30, 40 million people. And college football said, well, you know, we like to play Saturday. The NFL said, bring it. Well, uh, I don't know if we want to go head to head with you. By the way, do you know? Do you know this coming year? This coming year in college football, when the semifinals are going to be played, the day of the week. Okay. Now the first round, the first round of twelve, because we get twelve for a couple of years. It's the new deal they're talking about. Fourteen. Uh, there'll be one game on a Friday and three games on a Saturday. Then for the quarterfinals, one game on New Year's Eve, three games on New Year's Day. The the semifinals are played on a Thursday and Friday. A Thursday and Friday. Do you know why? Because the NFL said, we're not moving our Saturday games. And college football was like, well, I don't want to compete with the National Football League. So they're going to play semifinal games on a Thursday. That makes easy fan travel, right? I mean, who? Who can't get on the plane on a Tuesday and fly for Thursday game or Wednesday for Friday game or whatever? So they're going to play on Thursday and Friday. Let's get back to the leaders leading here. Quickly, 10 o'clock hour, WY, Jamalina, WJRR, HD2, Cocoa Beach, Orlando Sports Leader, Mark Daniels, and the Beat of Sports. Well, now that we have the growing powers of the SEC and the Big Ten, who said, well, we're bigger and better, so um, you know if we're going to have more teams than we want. Automatic qualifiers. You know, we had a model that said, we're going to put an emphasis on winning a conference championship. The same leaders and commissioners told you, that matters to us. Winning a conference championship matters. We're going to reward those teams. And in this model for 12 right now, we're going to take the top four conference champions. They're going to get those buys. Because conference championships matter. At least for a couple of years. Then after that, I'm not quite sure. Because now, now, 
We got those big leagues that say, hey, uh, uh, you know, we make more. We're bigger, we're better. We want automatic qualifiers. We want more than one guaranteed slot. How many you want? And the rumor was they may want as many as four. Four. Huh. And like I brought up earlier this week, what SEC fan come mid-November doesn't think that the sixth or seventh best team in the SEC is better than the third best team in the Big Ten? Every SEC fan feels that way. Why would the SEC be okay with the Big Ten getting as many slots? Well, you know, we got to get peace in the room. Then the news comes yesterday. And that wasn't by accident that every major outlet that covers college football had the story within a three-hour window. That, 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 that was meant to get out there. Nope. Here's an idea we're kicking around. We're going to kick around the idea of three, three, two, two, one. Not a locker combination. What do you mean? Well, since we're bigger and better, uh, the SEC and the Big Ten, we want three automatic qualifiers. And uh, you, the Big 12 and the ACC, you can get two. Uh, then we'll give the group a 5-1. Okay. So three and three, that's six, two and two, that's ten, that's eleven. Notre Dame, if you're in the top fourteen, then we'll guarantee you a spot. That would be twelve if they get there, and then we'll have a couple of that large along the way. And everybody's happy, right? I mean, come on, hey, you and the Big Twelve, I mean, we're gonna guarantee a second spot. I mean, that's pretty good, and you and the ACC, we're gonna guarantee you a second spot. And before we get to revenue distribution, everyone's gonna be happy. Really? Yeah. So let me ask you this question. What, 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 what are we doing with the conference champion, then? Why are we playing conference championship games? What, what, what's the point of that? Now, someone plays in a conference championship game, what if they lose? Do they lose their automatic qualifier spot and drop out? And then other teams move up? I, I don't want to play in that game. If after 12 regular season games, and there's three automatic qualifying spots, and I'm the second team, and three and four right behind me, and whatever the tiebreaker was, do I get a spot for playing in the conference championship game? And if I do, what do I care if I win? Well, but then you get a buy, and, but I don't want to lose my spot. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. So what are we doing conference championship games for? Do they make money? Okay, so now it went from we're rewarding the conference champions to we're just a bigger, better league, so we need automatic qualifiers. Let me give you an idea based on this past year in college football. And this is flawed because the Pac-12 existed. Okay, the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore, but the Pac-12 existed. You can't just forget Washington and Oregon and Arizona's existence. But do you know how many ACC teams are in the top 14? If, if you want to guarantee them two slots, this past year, how many ACC teams in the top 14? That's one. That was Florida State. Louisville was 15th in the College Football Playoff Committee's final ranking. So they would get in if they weren't in the top 14 because you guaranteed them a couple of spots. And for the Big 12, the, again, reality this year, 
The top two teams in the Big 12 were Texas and Oklahoma. They were third and 12th. They're going to the SEC. The next ranked team for the Big 12 was Oklahoma State at 20. So you think that first year, okay, that first year, which might be in year one, if you're the fourth SEC team, you say, well, they get it as an at-large. Well, hang on a second. Talk about automatic qualifier. You're the fourth best team in the SEC. And you're going to look at the ACC and Big 12 and go, wait a minute. Their second automatic qualifier, they're not ranked as high as me. Last year in the SEC, Alabama 4, Georgia 6, Missouri 9, Old Miss was 11, LSE was 13. And he said, well, they would get in as uh, 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 at-large. Well, I, I don't know. You got a G5 school getting in. And by the way, wait till that first year when the highest-ranked G5 team has two losses and there's a SEC or a Big Ten team sitting there at 15th or 14th that doesn't get in. Well, there's no perfect system. Correct. There isn't a perfect system. Because we're still using a committee here to rank teams to get in. There's no guidelines that said if you win this or you finish. No. So it remains an invitational. It remains an invitational. Uh, then... Revenue distribution. Well, the SEC and Big Ten are telling, hey, we're bigger, we're better, we want more. Okay. And I don't doubt that it's part of negotiation telling the Big 12 and the ACC, look, okay, uh, we're going to want more slots, but we'll give you a second slot, and we're, you know, we're going to want more money. Well, how much more money? So the reports coming out are SEC and Big Ten have floated 25 to 30% of the $1.3 billion dollars that the New Deal is supposed to be on a yearly basis. So let's cut it in half, or, 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 or let's cut the gap. I'd say it's 27 and a half. And for the ACC and the Big 12, between 15 and 20%, let's give them 17 and a half. And then the G5, they're talking about, well, you know, maybe 8% there, and then Notre Dame, they get 1%. Okay, what's that revenue breakdown to? I'll save you all the math. I would tell you that for each conference in the SEC and Big Ten, based on that distribution, it's about $22 plus million per SEC team. It's about 19.9 for Big Ten. Why they got more teams to feed. ACC, Big 12, about $14 million. For the G5, for all five conferences, about $21 million. Okay, more money for... Uh, the Big Ten and the SEC. They didn't change anything. These are the people that have been given the task of leading this game, this sport, and this is what they've done. We'll have a bigger invitational. We'll create more Automatic slots for teams that don't win conference championships will make conference championship games irrelevant because somebody could lose and miss out on the playoff. I don't know why you would still need them. We'll still use a committee uh, to pick teams. And I don't even know why the SEC wants this. Why would you agree to this? Well, we're making some sacrifices now. And the extension would go to 2031. I don't know why you even agree to this. 
Well, it's for the good of the game. Is it? I don't know. I mean, we haven't even tried 12, and we said, well, 14's the, the way to go. And I'll watch. I, at least I acknowledge I'm going to watch, okay, because I'm addicted to the sport. But the individuals asked to lead this sport, the commissioners are supposed to look out for the best interests of the sport. And they, no, I'll protect me. I'll protect me. And, you know, then if you read some of the stories, listen, sources say that, hey, they, you know, the SEC and Big Ten, they, you know, they discuss a breakaway. And, and, and let me ask you this question. If you're a college football fan, isn't one of the many things you love about college football that it's not the National Football League? That the NFL is unique for all the reasons why it's the number one sport in this country. Who, who, who's been clamoring for the same model in college football? That's got nothing to do with whether UCF is left out. or it, 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 I'm just asking you, this is better? This is what everybody wanted along the way? I, 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 we created a bigger invitational. We created more confusion. And I don't know, I mean... Conferences may end up deciding who gets the automatic slots based on, oh, wait a minute. You mean like a computer model that we did for the BCS for all those years? Yeah, because, you know, we'll take into account strength of schedule or, you know, wait till that tiebreaker includes seven teams and it comes down to net defensive touchdowns in November on even number days. Oh, is that possible? You got 16, 18 team leagues. Who knows what's possible? You don't play a balanced schedule. But this is, I mean, this is good, right? I mean, this is good. It is? I, I don't know. I mean, I can sit there and say, hey, in the Big 12, they're guaranteed two slots. Not one, you guarantee two slots. That should be something that, you know, you feel good about. Mm-hmm. I, I guess... Until that first year that um, the Big 12 has two teams that are ranked 19th and 23rd. And they get in, and Greg Sankey looks at his members, and just for example, I'll I'll pick a school, and and say LSU was 13th, and they didn't get in. Why? Well, because we promised two slots to the Big 12, and the ACC's got two slots, and Notre Dame finished in the top 14, and we get a G5, and you don't get in. Yeah, they'll love that model. What's not to like about that model? Or the year that, or the year the fifth place team in the SEC looks up and goes, wait, and pick a school for example. Uh, Wisconsin got in as the third Big Ten team, and we got left out. Yeah, but you finished fifth, and and there wasn't another at large spot available. Huh. And we voted for this? Yeah. And I know what the answer is. Hey, there's been confusion for years. Correct. It's the same invitational. We just added more teams. That's what we did. And by the way, there is no perfect model. I'll acknowledge that. There's no perfect model. But, again, the people asked to lead. 
every time they go into these meetings, you just have to say to yourself, can all of you stop for a second? You're all, you're all thirsting for the money. And I get it. I do hell. I, I work in this industry needing a certain league and a certain school to benefit from all this. I acknowledge that. But at any moment, do any of you take a step back and look and go, what happened here? What, 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 what did we create? You know, it's like I gave the example to Mike on the bridge today, kind of connected, but not all these rumors. And by the way, if you're one of these people that live on Twitter X and and there's certain accounts that people follow when it comes to conference realignment that I I am telling you just make stuff up. Just because someone puts sources in capital letters doesn't mean that they have any relevant information. Okay. But I gave Mike the example. And I said, if Florida State could run to what conference tomorrow, which would it be? Mike said, the SEC. Of course they would. But I said, what if there wasn't an invite there? Where were they going? To? Big Ten. I said, why? He said, well, it's the money. That's correct. It's the money. It pays significantly more than the ACC. And Florida State fans would be like, well, uh, yeah, at least for one of those leagues, relevant, breakaway, we're going to be fine. Because the same leaders in that room, okay, for both at Florida State and commissioners, as I said, go go knock on the office of the baseball coach at Florida State, the women's soccer program, one of the best in the country, the softball program, one of the best in the country, and ask them what they would think about that move. Now, most of you don't care because it it, it, it ultimately comes down to what? we got to be in one of those leagues to make the money, and it's about football. I, I understand that. I'm just asking you, go ask them what they would think about such a move. You think FSU baseball wants to prepare for the series against Michigan State? You think FSU softball, one of the best programs in the country, is looking going, hey, did we pack enough to go to West Lafayette this weekend for the three-game series? Again, Example after example, we did the same thing in the Pac-12. We blew that thing up, and we're going to ask teams to travel across the country uh, because what? Because this is what we did in football. This is what we created. And we'll watch because of our addiction. Is it better? I, I, I don't know how anybody thinks all this is better. I don't know where we're going with this stuff, 16, 18-team leagues, and, 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 and the latest playoff model. that I, You scratch your head and go, you guys actually made it worse? Like you got together and came up with something worse? I mean, you made more money, kind of, sort of. The deal's not that much more money uh, to go from where they were to where they're headed. Um, and you know, we get these automatic qualifiers, and we'll do this, and we'll... I, the people that are asked to lead, this is what they keep delivering to you. But as long as they scream to certain members of the media to blame you-know-who, the four-letter group out of Indianapolis, then everybody feels good about themselves, right? We feel great about ourselves. Until all the scenarios begin to happen, like I just said, when that fifth-place team says, why didn't I get in? We're better than that third-place team. And then someone said, why do we give that league two spots? Then you know what happens? Here's what happens. They'll just change the rules you know we'll just change it hey we don't like that you know our fifth place team should get in so you know what 
um, we want to have the vote again to uh, to change the rule. Sure. Leadership? Wow. Uh, football for the Combine, the NFL, is uh, underway. We'll talk with Cam Miller for his weekly visit in about 20 minutes. Much more to come with the Beat of Sports. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.